Hello, Jay here. If I could ask, could you give us a little five-star rate in Apple Podcasts? Go on, please. It won't take long. You can just do it now. That'd be lovely. And share the podcast. Tell your friends. Appreciate it. And on today's show, we're talking to the 360 virtual tour guru, Bullant, or to his friends, Brian. Originally from Turkey, Brian arrived in Phuket five years ago. His journey has taken him from the civil unrest in Turkey, living and studying in China while not speaking any Chinese, and arriving in Phuket and setting up BU Agency and creating amazing 360 virtual tours. Brian is super smart and super cool. His virtual tours are awesome. And we now have the first ever 360 podcast. Well, I think it's a first ever. I haven't done any research on that, so please don't sue me if you've done a 360 podcast before. Thanks. Anyway, this is Brian. Mmm, Brian. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the podcast, Turkish Brian. Turkish Brian. Although you sound like some gangster from London when you call Turkish Brian, that's the only thing. No, because you said Turkish. Well, Tur- Tur- well that's the character from Snatch, isn't it? Turkish. Is oh, that? yeah. Yeah, yeah. Is, yeah. Turkish Brian. Brian. It's, it's a cross between a character from Lock, Stock and Two Smoking Barrels and Family Guy. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that one. No, I don't know that one. Just, just go with it. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, you don't know Brian Exactly, you're right, you're right. No, I'm not a big Family Guy fan. But you know Brian. You know you know Family Guy? I know Brian. Yeah, the talking yeah. dog, right? Yeah, the Brian guy in Family Guy. Anyway, let's get on to... Or, this Brian. This Brian. <laughs> um, I can't, like, Brian anyway. just doesn't fit. I just can't call you okay, Brian. You can go with Bullant. 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 There you go. There yeah, you I mean, go. Almost. Oh, well, it was close. It's all right. All right, there we go. Welcome to the podcast. No, I've done that bit. I'm just going to edit it all in. <laughs> Um, I should say, I, I should say, Mehaba. Oh, Mehaba. Nisasen. Im. Sen Nisasen. Chok. Chok. Im. Perfect. Tishikula. We just didn't. There you go. This is you getting me back from the French podcast. Beer Tani Beera, Ludwin. Uh, no, I don't want a beer, but thank you. There you go. <laughs> um, how long have you been in Phuket for? It's been five years, almost six. And what was the reason you came here? Crisis. Crisis. Uh... I guess it is established now that I'm Turkish. Yes. Oh, sorry. Uh, uh, Brian's Turkish. All right. Hence, there you hence. go. Thank you. Uh, well, what happened was, it was 2016. I was in China, and we had conflict with Russia. Turkey and Russia had There's this. There's a lot of that going on at the minute. Oh, it's been since I born. All right. And that time, we took down a Russian plane over Black Sea, and they didn't like it. Uh, and you know, China, Russia, they are good friends. So China did a lot of trouble, a lot of trouble to Turkish people there. Nobody could stay. And I'm not talking about a regular person, which I consider myself. I'm talking about business owners. I've been living there, having a couple of companies, kids, Chinese wife, all that stuff. No more. And so why did you choose Phuket? I met a friend. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. I reckon as a... Slightly longer story to that. It, it, actually, short ending, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> but it generally is, after it, it my, is, yeah, my experience, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so we met, we were talking about what's going to be the next. Uh, she was from Kazakhstan. And she said her, her mother living in Thailand, in Koh Samui. 
So she wanted to just come here. And I didn't hear the name of the asylum before. I'm like, what we can do there? What we can do right now here? And I checked my options. It was like literally 10 days before my arrival here. I met that person. We talked about Phuket. I heard Phuket first time. I decided to come. Uh, and then I was here. And then when I come, she was here already, starting to a job. I was in a hotel in Patong. Nice. Uh, staying there, guest. After four days, she's like, I'm done with this job. I'm going to Kosamui. <laughs> and then she was like, I'm like, okay, Phuket is here. I'm here. What am I going to do now? Oh, wow. Yeah, that's the starting of the story. So let's go, let's track back. Before we catch up with what you do here in Phuket, yeah. let's track right back to, to Turkey. So you were born and grew up and raised in Turkey? Yeah. Whereabouts? Uh, south. Uh, I'm from Southeast, which is bordered to Syria, but I am a Mediterranean child, born and raised in Antalya and Mersin. And yeah, that's it. And you obviously went to school and university and education, all Turkish? Oh, all Turkish? All Turkish? Yeah, yeah, in Turkey. The, I did, I did, yeah, I did. But you, you got a big not, not there's something city, going on there. Not one city there. Like, that conversation is so long. I'm, I'm a troubled child, basically. And the amount of the cities schools that i've changed is insane is that because you were naughty they would consider but not in a not in a normal way i never had any problem with my friends my you know my my friends my the class. gun running friends they no, were can i just say brian russ and i are your friend yeah right? that's <laughs> all we're just trying to say now no but we are friends I mean. <laughs> <laughs> well my my problem was with the teachers and principals authority and authority. authority it was bad you're in it was company bad. can i ask how old you are i'm 30 now okay okay yeah sorry 30. I'm 91, December, you, you calculate. You're 91? Yeah. <gasps> I finished school in 91. Jeez, I just, no. I mean, yeah, really? that was the year I finished school. He oh looks my great God. for 91. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've lived and worked in Turkey, and I love Turkey. Right? I've got a, so growing up there, although you were a, a, a naughty boy, what was it like growing up there? Was it, was it, I mean, because tell us about your experience, apart from the naughtiness. I'll tell you this much. If you want to hear a lot of good things about Turkey, uh, I'm not the guy to talk about that. Yeah, <laughs> okay. I'm not, I'm not, I love Turkey's geography, like the, the places that you can visit. The whole beauty of the country is amazing. But growing up there is limiting, like is limiting you in terms of your... It limits your mind to grow and try to develop new skills, open up your mind to new things. And was that frustrating for you? Well, you wouldn't know it unless you discover something else. Yeah, well, I was just going to make that point. Exactly. So, like, until 2005, I was oblivious to this. It was just normal life. 2005, what changed was we got computer in our house and we got internet. Voila. They, they just opened the Pandora's box, man. Just... Yeah. After that time. Wow, see, 2005. 2000, how recent is that? Think about yeah, that. Yeah, well, no, I was just thinking, yeah, that how is recent really is it? recent. It is really, really recent. recent. And until that time, I was the good kid, good child, everything that you can consider. And after that, um, you know, also people came in. A lot has happened that time. But I started to compare our life in Turkey to outside. Yeah. And that changed everything. Have you got brothers, sisters? One sister. Older or younger? Young, older. Okay. And older, was she of the same sort of ilk? Was it the case that she had her eyes opened a little bit more as well? Or? Yeah, no. Um, I'm, an, I'm an odd case. In my, not in my small family, my entire family. Okay. I would say only I got one uncle that is like kind of like me. And that's because they are living in Kemer. Kemer is in uh, Antalya. Like, Antalya is most 
It's like Patong of Phuket, okay. something like that, right? So like they always are uh, in constant touch with the foreigners. So they've been open to that. Well, I lived and worked in Bodrum, so it was... Similar. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, 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 exactly. exactly. So. And Gumbit is very much the Patong of that area. Exactly. Yeah. I haven't been in Bodrum yet though, but... Yeah. Oh, well, but when I was there, Bodrum was... It, it still had a, a nice feel to it. It wasn't too crazy. Okay. Gumbit was the the horror. That's where the that was the Patong area. Nasty. Yeah, it was kind. Of, I would say nasty. God, we had some great nights out. <laughs> I was at that age where it was okay to go out party. Uh, yeah, tell yeah. I love Turkey. I love Turkey. How old you were at that time? Oh, God, blimey! I would. I started my first time in Turkey. I was think as old as you are now. Yeah, so I was yeah thirties. Yeah. yeah, I was uh, early thirties. Was my good first time. time. Yeah, it was a great time. Yeah, great age, great time to go yeah, there. Yeah, it was it's fantastic. A good place for there. And it was just before the internet. So there was no this. No one could see what was no getting up with. Phones. There was no oh camera phones. There was no videos the next day going. Oh shit! Did I do that? Guys, you I, couldn't remember nothing. That was I great. adore your generation. I'm telling you. <laughs> I mean, you're like one, one, one step behind me, uh, or ahead of me. When I say that's that's amazing. It, those I'm, years that you guys lived through. It's great because yeah, you, I could have got in so much trouble. Mate, we all could. Oh god, the amount of stupid stuff we were doing. Oh, it's ridiculous. Anyway, <laughs> 2005, you discovered the internet. And porn. <laughs> exactly what I was going to say. You discovered pornography and then you went, right. When was it that you decided that it was time to leave Turkey? Uh, that's a funny story. I never said that I'm going to live in Turkey since I was in first grade. You always had a, a bug to get out. I always. It was, my, it was my thing. I don't know where I learned that that time. I mean, the only thing I was watching, I'm like, I'm, as I'm analyzing my thought in this age, I'm like, I'm watching Smurf. I'm watching Ben 10. I'm watching these kind of cartoons. I'm not sure if you guys know any of those. Maybe Smurfs. Smurfs are on. Smurfs are on, yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, A couple of like that. Samurai Jack and stuff. I'm like, how did I really imagine to live abroad and to become a computer? And that was like, what you're going to become when you grow up? It was always computer engineer. You knew that from a young age? I wanted and I actually studied that. So that's what you went on to study? Yeah. Did you study in Turkey to start with? Uh, In Turkey, yeah. Okay. Just going back to sort of your, the, your youth, um, whilst watching the Smurfs, etc. But as you were kind of getting older, do you, do you must have had a an awareness of where you might want to go. Oh, that was outside of Turkey. Period. I don't know where. I don't. I don't care where I go. It just exactly. doesn't have to be. It just can't be Turkey. Exactly. East, was, west, north, south. Don't care. Um, I'm a very analytical per- person in that in that thing. Like I wouldn't say, for example. I don't know, uh, Egypt got like great permits. I want to go see it. Let's go there. I will first think what I'm going to do there. Can I make money there or not? That's the way that I I start to think, right? So as I grew up, as I had some friends going abroad, I was lucky enough to study in some of the the schools that had like wealthy enough families that Mm -hmm. can send their kids abroad. I have a bunch of friends that goes to West. And I heard all the troubles, all the expenses, all the things that they, they faced. And I was not ready to face any of those. Right. Yeah. And then it became easier. But that's a whole... Did, sorry, did you say you had a military family? No. Where did that come from, Russ? No, I, I thought I heard that. Yeah, uh, it's yeah. the first time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> tell <laughs> us about your military <laughs> dreams, well, Russell. Well, so let me tell you. No. <laughs> All right, yeah. <laughs> I don't have any issues. Yeah. So when was it you... When did you first leave Turkey? Uh, 16. No, 13. That was just for a holiday? No, no, no. Um, oh, there's something here. <laughs> the, it is pretty much the same uh, quick decision that I made when I came here from China. Okay. So what happened is... At 13? 
2013. Oh, 2013, 20, not the age 30. Yeah, no. Thank you, Russ. It took, it, it took me like, how was like eight years after the discovery of internet to be so, able to find so There's a lot way. of porn on the internet, so it's fine. It takes, <laughs> it takes eight years to go through it all, trust me. I'm still well, going through it now. I'm 46. Yeah. <laughs> that's a lot to go through. Okay, I'll tell you. Um, that time, I had this... There's a girl in both. <laughs> There's always a girl. <laughs> what can I say? Well, uh, but, but the problem was that time I had this uh, girlfriend. It was my first long term. But she was like, uh, she was, how to say, po- very politically involved okay. person, right? She was always against what's happening. Uh, good or bad, I mean, it's up to her. But as I'm seeing now, it was necessary. The, anyway, and I will see if that is other way. But what happened is that time I was very sensitive to these kind of things. Because if I keep getting uh, this manipulation, let's say from my from my friends and her and everybody else, so we had this. Dem- just, sorry, just just for a bit of clarity. Yeah. So from her side, I'm guessing she's more the rebellious. She would, yeah. She she's is. more of the you know anti-establishment, whereas you're more indoctrinated from your uh, upbringing as to how things should be. Uh, is it that I, kind of dynamic? Or? I I think I was I was with her too young of an age, so that right. she shaved me more. Gotcha. Okay. Then I would have had my own shit back in that time. Okay, gotcha. Right. Uh, we have been we have been with her for a while. What what I'm gonna come is this. That time, 2013, we had some again another political issues in Turkey. Mm-hmm. This was regarding the park called Gezi, Gezi Park is in the middle of Istanbul, yeah. right next to Taksim and all that stuff. Big demonstration. Yeah. I was involved in it. Even the first lines in many many really? places. Like yeah, I visited like three four cities to just be in the first line. It was horrible. I mean, it was uh, I was young, so I was going after the adrenaline, I guess. Yeah. But uh, it ended up being not a good decision in Istanbul. Uh, I was the first one that got like this red color uh, Thomas spray. Yeah. Uh, That's when the military moved in. Uh, yeah, they did. I mean, that, that was our cops had that. Yeah. Yeah, not military. Uh, then I decided I'm like, there's nothing for me in this country. Wow. I mean, I, I mean, I'm like, I can, I can run after my rights good or bad doesn't matter and i knew what was happening within that protest and you guys are coming back to me like this i'm like really what are we doing here i'm like this is it and a couple of days later i see some different uh, news on the newspaper mm-hmm. that would have been against the government on a newspaper that is against the government but on their third fourth page that is selling our treasures it was insane like all coincidence all the things that i've seen i'm like i'm done I opened the map. I'm like, how much money I have? How many countries there is? Where can I go? And I choose China, literally because of these like metrics. And you, oh, you didn't and speak. And you didn't speak any yeah, Chinese. No, no, nothing. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Where else in China did you go to? Uh, it was Beijing, Beijing. first. Okay, yeah. It was first Beijing. Uh, that time I was studying in. I was studying computer science in Turkey, so I just just dropped out. I was a second in my grade too. So and at this wow. juncture. How did that conversation go with your parents? <laughs> That's a very good question. <laughs> I thought it might uh, be, yeah. They hated it. Yeah. They hated yeah. their bonds. Yeah. But only now they agree with me. Was uh, it like a phone call? Hey, I'm at the airport. Um. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was bad. But uh, I, I had to negotiate with them. See, the fact is I was studying that time. I was doing some side jobs in tech, but it wouldn't, it wouldn't help me to go abroad. Sure. So I had to sit down with the father, negotiate some money. I'm like, hey, I'm not going to the second year of my, of my school. I'm going to drop out regardless of what you're going to do. Would you like to invest? Like, just give me another year's expense. I'm going to use this money, go abroad, do my own thing. And they resented a lot. But they but had supported you. 
Huh? Did they support you or not? Uh, hardly. Hardly. Barely, yeah. Just I mean, it, it, because for them, the decision was like this. We're going to support this kid. Be in touch. We're not going to support him. We're going to lose him forever. Yeah, yeah. I'm the only male kid in the family too. It's an Arabic family. Yeah. Uh, there's no way for them to lose their kids. Yeah. yeah. So how, how was it for a Turkish, young, handsome Turkish man in China? I wouldn't say handsome. That's uh, I'll tell you I, that much. I can say. I'm allowed to say handsome. I'm uh, old enough that I can get away with it. All right. <laughs> it was hard. Uh, it was so hard that I'm in airport in Istanbul. I'm gonna take the plane, direct flight. Uh, I met with the Turkish guy. He's going to Beijing too, studying there. Uh, he's, he's back in Turkey for some holiday. The first thing that I faced in China was this guy is cheating me <laughs> <laughs> over taxi fare. No way. No, yeah, way. <laughs> that's that's how it started. I'm like, hi, Beijing. We are here. I know nothing. This guy is very talkative. He, he break my head in the airplane all the way there, direct for like 13 hours, 11 hours mm. t- that time. He said, hey, my school is on the way of your school. Let's take one cap and then we split the price. But later I understood that he had, my guy had to make a U-turn yeah, and then yeah. go other side of the city. So you, did you, you said you went to a school in, in China. Uh, I did. Well, that that was the only way. So how how I found the way was basically signing up for a school to study there. An international type uh, school, or you know, studying in in university in China uh, have been very so easy for foreigners. So course from Turkey to China. Yeah, yeah there okay. was this website. You choose the university, you choose the course. Mm-hmm. You know your expenses, and you just basically sign up like that. They don't ask you any exams whatsoever. Uh, I believe I believe that time it was necessary to show that I, I graduated from high school at least, yeah. and I was already studying in uh, university in Turkey. So I was showing that too. So it was very easy, uh, and that was that. So I went there to study computer science, but then before that I had to learn Chinese. So I went to a Chinese intensive Chinese school in Beijing. That's that was the first step. Far out. <laughs> uh, yeah. I've never been to China. A couple of times. Hong Kong doesn't count. Been to China, China. Have you been to China, China? China, China. Yeah, Hong Kong doesn't count. Hong Kong doesn't count. I lived in Hong Kong, but I visited China a couple of times. What was it? Because it's still, I know it was very difficult, but that first few months must have been, you didn't speak any Chinese. Your English, I'm assuming you could speak English because a lot of. English was okay, yeah. So English was the language you were mainly speaking? Yeah, but with nobody because they don't speak English. Wow. And you didn't uh, know anybody, or the the struggle was real, was big. The struggle was real. So uh, this <laughs> was. was I'm gonna what, tell sorry, you. what year was this again? 2013. End of 2013. Okay. So like I, I was I was in Beijing. Uh, mind you, I went there by knowing nothing about abroad. Right, first country, first experience. Um, okay, young guy in the city, knowing what, not knowing what to eat whatsoever, being very careful trying to find my own way trying to find some hairdresser to cut my yeah. hair i was i was i i would after like two weeks i become like a i was literally a monkey i didn't have any shave or anything I and there's a turkish guy as well <laughs> okay now now i'm gonna i'm gonna come to the like the main thing turkish guy as you can see i'm a little darker skin with a lot of beard china is very racist very racist all right uh at least back in that time maybe they they change a lot now I doubt it. Uh, <laughs> what happened is they didn't like how I look. They didn't answer my questions. I couldn't find the way where the metro is. And this is not by me talking. You know, I understand maybe they don't understand what I'm talking. But hey, I'm, I'm, 
there's a, there's some applications there that you can yeah. just put a big fat text Chinese text on your phone and just like show people like you know yeah, yeah. they don't want to stop and look wow. because they think I'm from Xinjiang Xinjiang is the area that they yeah. really really hate and back in that time it was even more manipulated it was even worse it was very hard it was really truly hard uh, at, at any stage you're on your own and it prior to going to China had you traveled anywhere else no not so, abroad, no. Right, so this is your wow. your first big venture, exactly. and fuck me, it's a big venture, <laughs> right? <laughs> right. So it's Ooh, not like you've dropped yourself somewhere where you can kind of you know you've got a, a, a crazy uncle that lives down the road that you can rely on. I oh, know. Was there the, at any point did you kind of think, shit, maybe <laughs> the folks were right? <laughs> I uh, should go back. T- tell you what, uh, that, that's another funny thing. In my university, I had this uh, teaching assistant. He was from Xinjiang. He said, Brian, do not go there. Just don't go there because he was on the other side. He knew what was happening with the Chinese people, also a little bit of Chinese culture. Yeah. I said, regardless, I'm going to go. And to, your, to answer to your question, some people said, but I didn't care. And even after all those struggles, I didn't mind. It was weird. Now that, if I, now that I'm thinking, I don't know why I didn't even care about it. But you see, the, the problem was either there or Turkey. There was no way back. Even today, yeah. there is no way back. I myself having my own struggles right now, but there is no option that that I'm gonna go back to Turkey. Yeah, just keep plowing forward. Exactly, forward. maybe not here, maybe some other country, but not Turkey. So it was back in that time, there was no other country too. It was like, I was in China, that's that. I need to learn this one first, and then so I went through it. Fair enough. So you, sorry, Russ, I've, no, I've just so you, you continued your computer course. Uh, can I just ask that question? Go for it, Jay. So you continued your computer course and you finished it, <laughs> What was the plan at the end? Okay, I didn't continue to my course. Oh. Russell. <laughs> Russell asked the question then. So you decided to drop out twice. <laughs> got some editing to do how, on this one, haven't that, I? How did that conversation with your parents go? <laughs> it didn't because I didn't tell them. Oh. They know and now they know. And Brian, your parents are here. Um, no, I, now, now they know, obviously, but, but, I'm, I'm here. Um, oh, I had a really good question. I doubt it. No, it was a really good question. <laughs> what? was the reason you wanted to drop out in china yeah oh okay uh in beijing i contacted with this company in turkey right to get to this course intensive chinese course what happened was with the communication issues from them from me whatever i ended up being in the course seven weeks late seven weeks it's an intensive course mind you uh they are intending to graduate people from there in hsk six level it's a tough one six is just like you wouldn't, you wouldn't understand or? the person is Chinese or not if you're on the phone with that person. Oh, okay. All right. So that's that level. That's a high level. It is. So that they're, they're in aiming, seven weeks. They're, no, they're aiming for that in one year. And I was late to that course for seven weeks. Oh, okay. And most of the attendees on this course, on this university course, they were from Asia. A lot of Thai people. They were capable of kind of like understanding getting into this. Yeah. I was it. I couldn't really catch up. Period. Like zero. And... I had the chance, I had the window of eight weeks of asking refund and just dropping out. Uh, what happened was my family didn't know how to send money. So I went there with a bunch of money in my pocket. A lot. I got lost in the nightlife. I was outside every night spending all that money. So 
after seven weeks. There we <laughs> go. Here the real stories uh, come uh, out uh, now. After, after, after that time. Uh, after seven weeks of drunken disorder in yeah. yeah. the uh, streets of Beijing. And empty pockets. Yeah, <laughs> I was waking up, yeah. Uh, I was waking up sometimes knowing, <laughs> I don't know what, where I was, what happened. Anyway, uh, I said, okay, I don't have money. I got this university. I can ask refund, get some money, go to a cheaper university. And uh, like maybe easier Chinese course at this point. Uh, just see what's going to come next because I cannot get any more money from the family, right? That's yeah. that. Uh, that's what I did. I just asked for a refund for everything that I paid. They just cut off some money, like a hotel for the dormitory. Uh, then I went to south of China, Guangzhou. Okay. And that was my city for three years. And what were you doing there? You're on fire asking questions, aren't you? I was. What are you doing there? <laughs> okay. I'm going to answer you. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> Jay wins. What happened was, uh, I, by that time, I really didn't enjoy learning Chinese at all. <laughs> at all. surprised me in its life. I, I hated every moment, every, every second of those classes. So I basically went through my life just trying to keep my visa because you had to have certain attendance level to the classes for that. So you're still uh, studying in Guangzhou? Just attending the classes. Yeah, I usually yeah. weren't studying very the, loosely. The yeah. word attending. <laughs> yeah, 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 was a clue. Yeah. <laughs> but that's not really just sitting there and listening, is it? You're just kind of. I'm Hi. sleeping. I'm yeah, signing yeah. in, yeah. Uh, and then they do, they wouldn't care anyway. Can I just ask, uh, what's the relationship between Turkey and China at that time? It's always bumpy. Always uh, bumpy. I, I think even, even that time, uh, if I am not wrong, Chinese people were able to come to Turkey by just an onboard visa. Right. It was like 10, 15, 20 dollars, something like that. Uh, but we had to apply for visas and stuff. I mean, that's okay. like the basic example I can give you. Okay. But anything more than that, it was more like a financial, I guess, relationship because we were buying a lot of things from China, just like any other country. Yeah. Right? Uh, very few import or let's say export from Turkey to China. Yeah. Very few, non-existent almost. Uh, that was that. But yeah. So you were still attending school, but at this time, surely money might have been starting to think i need some money i need some cash i need, I need to, to think about what's next english teaching teaching english i taught english <laughs> for two years for two years and great thing about china is that you can teach english yeah, yeah. teach english there you go <laughs> a turkish I, man can I, speak english in china i yeah. wouldn't i wouldn't tell you i wouldn't really advocate that as speak as, as teaching right what they do in china is sure sure oh sure that was them uh what happened was they have their kindergartens, like private teaching centers yep. that the kids from two years old, three years old to 10, 11, 12 years old can attend. And they use those centers more like a daycare for younger kids. Okay. So I was having a lot of literal playing time with the kids. I was just playing with the kids, oh just in English, you but whatever, you can talk to kids. <laughs> I mean, you're like, hey, take the apple. The kid doesn't understand anything. Something is flying to the kid. He's going to catch it. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like things like that. It's so simple. And that, that was the time. And that how was, was your, obviously with all your training in computer science, I'm sure yeah. that the teaching of the English to the kindergartens went really well. Yeah, <laughs> it was easy. I, I like kids. I love kids. I was always a kid guy. Uh, so it really didn't bother me. But when did the, 
I can think of nothing worse. Oh, you hate <laughs> children. I have to <laughs> like them. I've got to. Yeah. So it's, it's in my contract yeah, yeah. of having them that you yeah. have to like at least one of them. Yeah. One of them's all right. One of them's... Yeah. You, you, you will hate the ones... Both of them. After, after, eight, no, after eight, eight years old, I'm sorry. Trust yeah. me. Uh, about nine o'clock needed. last night, I hated one of them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> really hated one of them. Did you? Bless her. Um, oh, I gave it away. Which one? Damn it. She should go to bed earlier. When did the... Slacking up my own children's bad, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, well... I want to know when the computer stuff, because what you're doing, because we're sat here now uh, in cuts at Boat Avenue, and um, you know you've got your little camera here doing your 360 stuff. Yeah. Did you set, or what was you going to do in China? Because you can't just teach kids English. You must have. Where was the progress to where we are now with your 360 videos? Well, my my relationship with computers never never broke, and I was always having some sort of clients in terms of like website clients marketing clients, social media stuff. I was always doing this as a side, studying, teaching English and these ones, right? Uh, when I come to Phuket, it actually started even more intensified, let's say, because I start to earn a little more money. I start to see a little more need on this. Mm -hmm. I know my own expertise. So I start to pivot to that area a little bit heavier to make more money. Just stop you. So your last couple of years in your three years in Jay, Jay Wong, Guangzhou. Guangzhou, him as well. That one. <laughs> your, your three three years with Private Joe, <laughs> you, you were doing your English teaching to your two year olds, which I find really cool. Yeah. Here's an apple. Catch it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'll send you some photos. You. <laughs> <laughs> that was so weird. I'm not sure we should no, go down. No, I'm not sure no, we go no, down. No, yeah, Don't yeah. be sending me any children's <laughs> pictures. Thank you very much. <laughs> But then you're also doing so you're doing websites and social media and stuff on the side. Yeah, in China in for China. Turkish people. Okay, for Turkish Turkey. People. Oh, so people in Turkey you were doing that for? Yeah. Ah, okay. So see, I got my contacts uh, back in my university city with those local businesses. So I was there doing some stuff for them. I left Turkey. I kept doing for them. Okay. Just out of Sorry, how long were you in Beijing for? Two, th two months. Two almost months. Two right. months. And then three years in Guangzhou. In that time, like you know, maybe you know, two years in, yeah, you're throwing apples at two-year-olds and teaching English and doing your social media That's stuff. A funny example. At this particular point, what were your parents under the impression that you were doing? <laughs> Staying alive. Right. Okay. Staying alive. <laughs> no kidding. They, I, I, I can't imagine them having any expectation by that time from me. Right. Uh, okay. In terms of like what I'm gonna do next. Okay because I never set any example for them. Like I didn't say I'm gonna do this or nor they had anything to tell me. I was the guy deciding okay. that. So. so you came to, to Phuket five years ago and you saw a demand for Six. websites and... Nah. Well, I came to Phuket. Uh, these are all coming. Okay, let's, let's wrap them together. Yeah, yeah, wrap yeah. it all up. Okay, so I came to Phuket. I'm like, I'm here. Mind you, panelists. Yeah. I got like 20,000, 25,000 baht. That's it. I'm like, I have to make money. I have to make money. I, I start looking around. I'm like, okay, I speak Chinese a little bit. Not good enough at all. But oh, you I missed can... seven weeks of it, to be fair. Yeah. I would employ you. No, no. I, 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 I learned Chinese in the, with the taxi drivers on the street. I never said, I don't know how to write, I, how to read too now, but I can yeah. speak a little more or less. In fact, I, I, I ended up making money on this. What? In Phuket. Yeah. So I came to Phuket. I had to see I, I was abandoned, right? Literally in a hotel. I didn't know anybody, anything to do here. So I started to rent a bike, drive all around the island, see what's going on. 
Uh, I understand quickly that I'm not, I'm not going to make enough money on on the small things, on the hotel reception stuff whatsoever. It's not going to work for me. So I, I pushed a little more on my technology works, websites and other stuff for Turkish clients. I was able to live a modest life, super modest life here, like in a small rooms and stuff like that for a year. And during that time, I understand that real estate makes money. That's what, what it was. This 2016. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm like, I'm going to go into this. Uh, that time I got in touch with several companies, by, uh, but I ended up working with Utopia. I know Utopia. Right. And actually, when you're saying 2016 is when we had the second phase of the Chinese property market coming through. Because yeah. just before that was the first phase, which was with the cheap ones. And then about 2016 was when the, and the big group came. That was pretty much the reason that I was hired. So the boss, his, his Hachi, uh, he was like, it's like he needed some person and he understand the dynamics of Chinese people uh, very well back in that time, especially is like they do not really like they had. He had a lot of team members that he needed one more person that is that can speak Chinese, but not Chinese. Uh, many reasons for that, but that was that. So that was the reason I got the job. And I was yeah, that, that time, that's how it started. I went into property and then through that time it evolved from salesperson i was the marketing director of utopia for a while and then i was like i can do this myself i dropped out i quit the job and then i started to get more real estate clients to do their so, work okay so when you dropped out of utopia you're starting to when you say more real estate clients doing what for them uh, any services they need it was more b2b so I was also still selling. I was in touch with some of the buyers, previous buyers. I was selling some stuff to them, presenting. But most of my income after that point came from creating virtual tours, websites, advertising, videos, photos, that kind of things for real estate clients, real so estate developers. So rather than just being under one roof for one company, I can offer this to everyone. I created my roof yeah. after that. Yeah. Okay. So let's now move on to this sexy thing that's sat on the table, which yeah. only we well, can see. It's not you, Russell. You need a shave, by the way. I, do. I don't like it when you're unshaven. Because you look like Wurzel the... Gummidge, which is a very English reference. Mate, yeah, I don't know. Pot so yeah, yeah. I don't look like. Don't. Brian's listening. Mate. What? Have you... Okay, you guys talk. Okay. <laughs> don't, don't be nasty to me in front of guests. They can hear this. It's not good. I told you this before. Uh, done? Uh, We're done, yeah. <laughs> Mummy and Daddy are always fighting. Um, when did the 360. Sorry. When did that came, come into your mindset? When you look at all the services they give in Phuket for real estate people, it's all about regular media, videos, mm -hmm. photos. They're good, yes, but they're dying slowly. In fact, they have been dying for a long time and only the best, best one of them, they're surviving in this, in this escape now. Uh, then I was looking at the new technology and all that stuff. And the first time that I got this camera, which is actually, this is where it started. This is like Insta361X. I would say this should be now the entry point of any 360 thing. And when I got this, I was fascinated with the result of what it can create. And me being programmer, I can create programs, web applications. And I was like, what about this virtual tools? What's happening in that space? And before this, before China, I was into gaming, game developments, uh, more like artificial intelligence. 
I was into that. I was I researching that. that. I need some artificial <laughs> intelligence. I, 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 <laughs> I really do. And I've, I've been a gamer. Look, I've been a gamer. And I've been in this space. Pac-Man or Donkey Kong? Because oh, <laughs> if they were talking gaming, that's, that's our level of gaming. Okay, well, yeah. No, it is more like... What do they call that? Like multiplayer games online? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah, they we have don't some know. GG something something. I, I, I tapped out at sort of Doom and Quake and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh wow! I'm, I tapped out at Mario Kart. No, FIFA. Probably FIFA was when right, I. Okay, that's yeah. that, that's the last one I really yeah. started playing was FIFA, and that was it. It's just good. PlayStation Two, I think, was when I. That was when I finished my gaming. Although it was a, it's not, it was not bad. I like all the games on PlayStation 2. No, I do. I like PlayStation 2. Actually, when I was living in Turkey, I had a PlayStation 2, and we used to every night. Medal we... of Honor. That was brilliant. No, just FIFA. FIFA it was, it was a luxury, by the way. I know it was. It was. Tell me about in it. Turkey, any of these, any of these, let's say, fun things, they're luxury. Especially back in that time. No, no, I totally agree with you. I totally yeah. agree with you. Oh, really... Anyway, sorry, we're going back to your 360. I jumped in and with your <laughs> artificial intelligence. Well, yeah, I, I, was, I was already exposed to that space the gaming and everything and the games that we play is like literally metaverse what they call today metaverse yeah. was like actually the games that we were playing back in that time like i can create something like this and i've seen metaport tour these 3d tours they call metaport that you can zoom out and see like a dollhouse of the scanned area that you did i'm like i want to do that and this camera could have done that and i've done a couple of them and then that just kicked in after that, I started to explore all the technologies in 360 space, all the possibilities that is possible. And then now we came to the creating the virtual tour of Phuket Island. And that's where we want to touch on. But before that, do you find it a hard sell, the 360 tours? It's an impossible sell. Because, and I tell you <laughs> why, impossible. because I, when, when I was selling real estate, in 2009 we got approached by people wanting to do virtual tours yeah. and even that was a hard sell because they were trying to sell this and we're like well why do we need it we don't need this and don't need that exactly it's no, you know it's T tell you what tell you what you know why what why you need it and um good that you mentioned that because this is the core where i where i come up with this when i was selling real estate i had this need of presenting the location and i started with aerial 360 images I was flying drone. I've been driving. I've been flying drone for many years now. So I started with Area 360 images on top of like a project, mm -hmm. just marking up things like this is the beach, whatever meter is there. This is our project, laying over some images on there. It created amazing presentation pieces. I could have just sent one link of a post of, on Facebook. They can mm -hmm. understand everything about the project. And so when I did that, unfortunately, it didn't really welcome or like appreciate it. I was working in Utopia. It was like within my full time work. They didn't pay for it. It wasn't appreciated. I'm like, this is good. I can do this for other people. Mm. And so I quit. I did my own thing. Uh, but this is the this is the burn bur uh, the birth point. So I just wanted to present everything better. And I think 360 was good. So back in that time, uh, I believe Facebook didn't support 360 photos. So you probably would only have like a virtual tour in a link. And the technology was not good enough that you can maybe lay over some image or put some information there whatsoever. So it was just like, what, a 360 virtual tour that you can look around? Probably that's why you didn't find any value in that. No, you're right. And I think also at that time, Facebook was a free tool to use. 
and you know your website and Facebook, and that's all you needed. And it was a, working that time. It was yeah. working. No, absolutely, yeah. because yeah. You, there was no paid ads. You didn't need to exactly. do all that oh, because man. it was a very different time. See why I love the, the time that you guys grow up in. Like <laughs> you, know, you went through it. You see, you see why I love it. But it's interesting because from a podcast, because I produce podcasts for companies, and to try to sell the podcast idea to people is really difficult. Only certain people get it, and I've, I imagine it's very similar to this. Right now, it is. Yeah. And everything that I do right now, I understand the difficulty of it. Although I wasn't really prepared to this level of difficulty, but I've, I'm, I've been doing them for future. I've been doing them for future. Uh, the, the whole thing here is right now, let's say, easygoing. Mm -hmm. People still doesn't need that, that exposure because there is no volume that. And many things has happened after, especially this Russia and Ukraine war, just things just really went upside down here. But the time will come, people will need Sorry, this. just one second. Are you up to speed on that? On what? The war. What You're war? Yeah, what war? The military from there, no? Yeah. <laughs> Jay's a little behind in current affairs, so oh, I right. just, you know. All right, carry on. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a funny comeback about war, but there isn't really a <laughs> funny, no funny, thing, no funny thing about war, to yeah, be fair. Is, I, I shouldn't that. make jokes about a terrible thing. Yeah. Um, you, you mentioned before, and, and we know about, you, you've done a whole 360 for the whole of Phuket. Entire Phuket Island, yes. So, talk us through that. <laughs> uh, see, Phuket is beautiful, right? We all know it. Well, there's some areas that aren't, and I can put that anyway. Hey, no. I, I made them. I made them look very beautiful. <laughs> <on the tour. laughs> that that this I can is what do. What could look like. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. If the people are not here, yeah. you know, if this shop is like more green, <laughs> I could have done that. Well, uh, I, I think this this idea comes back in time when I was studying computer science in Turkey. Because I, I, I was playing Grand Theft Auto. Of course you were. Of course you right? were. I was a gamer, right? And I was fascinated with all the details, everything in the game. And I always had the, had the idea to create the game for my city. I'm like, my city, my street, my building, my property, my shop. I want to go click on the shop, order something there. My, my father is an, owning a small, uh, here they say mom and pop shops, yeah, yeah. right? In Turkey, like something like that. So we are giving all the small grocery items in all the nearby neighborhoods. So they were like calling us to go there. I was like, if they have computer in the house, why don't they just visit my shop or like they just yeah. place order on there and then we can bring it. This is like 2006, seven, actually in fact, because that is the time that I was exposed to the games. And then I want to really learn what's going on with it when I was in university. Uh, it was a desire back in that time. So I wanted to just make, digitalize a city, digitalize a city. And I cannot do right now. And I know many things that actually have been done right now in the gaming yeah. space. I mean, they've already done. And I didn't pivot into that area. But I think this is what I could have done. Just take a bunch of photos of a city. Uh, but when you say together uh, as a virtual Phuket, Phuket's more than just a city, though. Uh, yeah, it's a whole island. So what was the time span between starting the project and finishing the project? Let me give you that. What, what is the time spent of deciding to make a project <laughs> <laughs> until you actually make something? It's three years. I, I, I had this idea before to create a city in digital world, uh, and then I want to do this here. But I, what I was saying that I had to earn my life that time. See, I was out of Utopia, so I had to create a company, <laughs> pay the bills, create a company, uh, pay all that stuff, my own visa now. You know, it was... was costly that time yeah. so in between all of that i delayed this as much as i could and i am a very competitive guy so the point that i see some people are doing something similar to this in another country i'm like 
gonna get on it. I'm not gonna get this. <laughs> let this go away. Yeah. Uh, and I started. So between that, like turning the key on to start, until getting to completing it, it took like five months. Can I? Can I? That's a long time. Sorry. That coffee. Holy shit! That's strong. It's good. It's almost Turkish coffee. Well, you're a Turkish restaurant. <laughs> there you go. Now, okay, so, but is it a real Turkish? I'm so confused. Sorry, we'll get no, back to the, the, no. the chef is Turkish. The chef is Turkish. Owner is Turkish. Okay. Uh, but yeah, so you are having. But it's Turkish still called Cut. Yeah. Well, it's, uh, they, no, they, it's got two names. Yeah, we're, Cut we're and kind of getting completely off topic here. No, I know we are, but it's just because the coffee. Let's shout out for them too. You know? Yeah, no, absolutely. absolutely. It's, it's under, my understanding is they. Well, I'm we spreading notes. I mean, look at that. Look at look at the score. You see, it says cut. Cut. There you go. Yes. Sorry, I wasn't just being rude. Look at the shirt. Look at the shirt. Just making me look at this lovely young lady. I'm just staring at her. I'm really sorry, my darling. No, no, come here. Neos. Can you can you stop me for a second? You see, like it says Neos on top. Yeah. And cut in the words. So what's Neos? This place. This is the new name of this place. That's the new name. Yes. Okay. So, ladies and gentlemen, we're at cut on there. That coffee is. So you would have known it as cut. Yeah, it's, it's it still come away cut. But that coffee is it's good. That will wake you up in the morning. Uh, you know what I realized in Phuket? Many, many good, decent places have... Um, maybe my information is wrong about this. Correct me if I'm wrong, right? I, I might not know much. But they have coffees that are uh, not fresh enough. So after I drink, I am sleepy. Like, I'm talking about a coffee that like this, but I'm sleeping right after. If that coffee makes you sleep that issues. we're drinking right now... I, I have had that many times. Really? Many, oh, no kidding, many times. It's holy shit. Yeah. It's just like this. I want to go for a run. I'm excited. I want to <laughs> do something. I don't know what I want to do. I just want to do anything. I don't care. <laughs> That's how I feel in the morning, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So let's go back to 360. So you saw other people, other countries doing it. There's a market for it. There wasn't a market for it. There is some people did, are creating this. Sorry, during COVID times, did that help you out because the beaches were empty and they were, did you get better footage, do you feel, because of COVID? Uh... I really wouldn't mind people on my photos, which like most of the photos are aerial, so doesn't really matter yeah, those like small people like there are ants on the you know in the photo when you look at it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that, that that's not the thing, but I had a lot of downtime in COVID. I had I didn't need to be attending to a client that wouldn't buy an apartment. I didn't oh, need yeah. to show anything that time. I didn't have any uh, like pointless business meetings, and that time, I finally virtual to product become little more little bit more needed. So I closed a couple more clients, created a couple more virtual tours, then gradually went into this. Gotcha. And, but you, you have to understand, like all those locations that you can visit on Phuket virtual tour, I had to be there physically. Yeah. Uh, and to, to, to find that perfect day that you can sit here and see the distant mountains. Oh, it's a nightmare. It doesn't come very often. Yeah. So like those photos that you see there, probably they have taken like... Uh, in like five, six days in total. But all editing of those photos, adding it them there and then making published. And it's interesting, we, we, we've, we've interviewed a couple of divers and, and underwater photographers and they say exactly the same thing. You see this footage, you know, the sharks were in pass. They've been there for six, seven days waiting yes. for this one time yeah. the sharks were in oh, pass. Oh, the water is also not clear all the time. Yeah, the water's yeah, not yeah. clear all the time. No, the sharks wow. might not come, da, 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 da. So I totally get it. What's the, what can you do with your 360? Because you were talking about, so can you, so basically you can see it and I can go to the Big oh. Buddha and can I go to different places? And What's the selling point? You know, the concept is new. I'm struggling how to explain it, right? Well, I come up with this, with this easy that's, solution. That's, that, that's a bad selling point. It is, it is. <laughs> hey, I, I did Hold this. on, we're creative, Russ. We can, we'll, we'll we come over. You tell us, we'll, we'll do it for you. I do, oh, thank you. Let's, let's try together. 
I didn't start to make money. To be honest, I didn't. I didn't say, okay, I'm gonna make this. I'm gonna make money. That wasn't the point. But then it it it, it evolved to become a virtual directory website. But then directory website is also not known enough. Yeah. So basically, a website. Basically, it's a better alternative to Google Maps. That's what Ooh, it is. I like that. So you're going up against the big boys. Um, uh, that's We're only an example Google. that yeah, people yeah. understand what's yeah, what yeah. it is. It's a, it's a better alternative to Google Map in terms of imagery, in terms of information, in terms of how updated it is. It just cannot do GPS tracking. So it cannot tell you how to go to the location that you want to go. Is that something you can add in? I cannot add it, but I have a button there. If you click there, it's just going to open up the Google app. Right. on your phone you and then you just okay, kind of yeah, yeah. direction get the direction i mean hey google apps is just for that anyway google apps started to be a, as a gps app yeah. with the satellite imagery to just support it yes. well here you go turkish brian years ago when you had to get directions what you had to do is you had to go on your computer <laughs> you type where you want to go in and then you have to print off a list pages and you'd have like 11 pages and you'd Let have to guess, read 1995 <laughs> <laughs> it probably was about that yeah probably, probably. Yeah. <laughs> it was somewhere in the 90s you'd have to then read off turn left at the roundabout right Roundabout, you know, you didn't have someone mm. telling you, you'd have the pizza paper it's like one, one click above of reading map, yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. yeah, so we started off reading map, then you went to bits of paper to give you directions, and then you got to your thing. And Garmin, I miss maps, so first Garmin, I guess. What's yes. the what can people or what would you want people to do with your just simply explore the island? See, uh, there are a bunch of people actually right now in the world that are just going through the street view, Google Street View, which is images. Rubbish. Just, just going here and there, just watching what's happening there, right? On the street level, but those are like more like an information collecting photos. They're not imagery pleasing whatsoever, but curiosity, right? So that's what we are betting on right now. I'm betting on people's curiosity to understand what's happening in Phuket See, with in an my, updated version. With my limited knowledge of, of what, you're, what you've got here, I would argue there's perhaps more of a need to have what you're offering at a much higher level. TAT level, right? Tourism level to draw people to Phuket. Then it is for the lower, like for me as a business owner here, is this of something that's in, of interest to me? Maybe, maybe not. But from a higher level, for shizzle. Oh, hell yes. Here's the thing. I'm not a very well connected person in terms of this whole local uh, establishments. Well, it's and lucky that you're here on the Jay the Shark and Friends and Russell show because we are very are heavily you? connected I'll not? appreciate some help on that. Oh, no, I'm, See, I'm looking at producer well, no, Sue. I, producer Sue says no. No, no. Who's producer? <laughs> Sue, Sue. Julie. Julie. Um, sorry. sorry, Sue. No, I think there is, and, and, and off the, maybe off the pod, I can, we, we can have a chat because there, there are people that I know that, but I can also see the benefits. There's people I know. There's people I know that can kill you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> <there's>, Literally. <laughs> But I can see the benefit from doing it out on the islands as well, out in Pangnar, and showcasing yeah. those islands for, for a yacht company. And uh, I, I saw your face yeah. there. I, I don't want to break, you know, yeah, I don't want to give but, a lot of information, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Uh, the idea is bigger, more national. Yeah. No, no, anyway, no, yeah. I'm just seeing from a local point of view. Anyway, I'm, I really like it. How do people find it? Uh, it's simple. It's a website. It's phuketvirtualtour.com. No oh. dashes, no nothing. Just phuketvirtualtour.com. Okay, so we'll put the that in the description below. That would yes. be great. That Russell, be do you have a question? I've got two, actually. Oh, two questions. I've got two questions. Why have you got a countdown on the inside of your forearm? Oh, my goodness. I, you, the, the fact that you know that it is a countdown, you know the movie. Hold on. That's a long countdown. 
Oh, okay, then you don't know the movie. You're lost. Do you know the movie? <laughs> yeah. Russell's a movie buff. So Where are you? You don't if know. If it's not Independence Day, then I don't know. Oh, there is uh, the, the the movie called In Time. Oh yes, okay, Very yeah. Good. So in the movie, they age until 25, and after that, uh, uh, when they born, they have one year in their clock. Yes. And they only work for time, spend time, and earn time. And if their time is up, they die. That that was the movie. Sounds very real, Deep. very um, uplifting and happy. Well, well, look, the obvious <laughs> no, point, if you know how much time you've got, if you know when the end point is, you know... Wait, after that coffee, I'm yeah. never ending. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I'm going <laughs> forever. Actually, yeah. Yeah, I'm I can see really that. It's I can brilliant. See that. <laughs> cool. Yeah, I love no, this cop coming no, back here just for the coffee. But, but that was that, that was that. So the movie, it's come from the movie and I love the idea of that. Yeah, no, cool. Uh, see, although you've given yourself fuck all time by having lots of zeros. Uh, no, actually, in the movie, let me explain in the movie very quickly. So in the movie, this is years. This is not good for the, it might be good for your 360 video. For the, okay, let me just explain for the podcast listener. There's a bunch of zeros. There's a bunch of zeros right, and a bunch of that, dots yeah. and then it goes zero, 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 dot, zero, zero, dot, zero, dot, zero, zero, dot, zero, 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 hours, minutes, and seconds. Okay. So you got one second to live? I got one second to live. And I like, uh, I like the sentence. Yeah. So that's basically telling you that you should live every, every moment second. of your life, yeah? Uh, yes, and one more thing says that too. It says, if not now, then when? There so that's go. very positive. It's almost I like, that. like my purely desire in my very rubbish Arabic now. Yeah, that looks Arabic, yeah. It is Arabic, because my father was born in Bahrain, so it's a little kind of nod to him. That's nice, I'm um, Arabic. However, it, it, it doesn't I say know, anything. I can read. <laughs> <laughs> right? 2000, Google Translate. Trust me, Google Translate's shit now, let alone what it was like in 2000. They have, they have an image translation. You want to try? You can take a photo of a text. Oh, I'm it really, can try to recognize it. Th let's do this, please. You want to do it? Oh, you want to do it? We want to do it live on the podcast. Yeah, oh, this is really terrible. Don't be so sure, so sure that it's going to catch it. <laughs> if it says Coca Cola forever or something, we're not going to know that. I'm not sure. I'll have to take a photo of it. <laughs> All right, I got the photo. Hold on. Does it come up straight away? Does it really come up straight away? Shut up. I'm having more coffee. Come on. <laughs> there you go. Before you grill. <laughs> you you grill. Is it true? Is it correct? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I like, I like barbecues. I like barbecues. I, I'm, I'm okay with that. No, I mean, there, there's a big chance it didn't oh. catch what it is because at the end it's a tattoo. No, 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 yeah. no. That's exactly what it is. That is yeah. brilliant. All right. Excellent. So it's not from my WWF wrestler Kurt Angle saying the difference between dreams and accomplishments is purely desire because that's what it wanted to be. It's like if you desire something and you work hard enough, you will get it. It now says... Before you grill. Before you grill. Before you grill, yeah. That's just marinated my well. That's my tagline. continue. Line. Just marinate it. <laughs> 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 oh, brilliant. Right, last question, Russ. What sort of things have you got on your bucket list? Uh, I don't have anything. Uh, actually, there's only one thing, which is covers a lot of things, I guess, in that term. I just want to be able to travel the world. I don't have a good passport. Like, Turkish passport is not really uh, a lot free, you know? I know someone who does good passports, if yeah, you're interested. Yeah, I can put you in touch if you like. I believe, I believe she's my loved one. <laughs> <laughs> no, she does, she does. Well, we are collecting some money now. I think it's going to take another 10 years. All you've got to do is buy, yeah, you've got to start buy a Caribbean <laughs> island. It'll be all right. I, 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 think, I think it will be easy if I just jump and start something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
I'm not sure. I'm not, with, the, with the speed of uh, the, the success, let's say, financial success of the tour, yeah. it's going to take a little more time to get yeah. there. But uh, it's going to be all right. But traveling in general. Yeah, yeah. If I can, if I can travel freely anywhere I want, that will be the. I'll probably create virtual tour of every city that I go. There, there you go. go. Probably I'll do that. That's yeah. great. Um, Brian, Turkish Brian, I just love it. <laughs> it's been an absolute pleasure. I've really That's enjoyed cool. this. Yeah, I've really, really much. enjoyed this chat. I appreciate this. Um, we'll put the link in the description below. So everyone go and check out your 360 stuff. And then once on that, I'm sure they can contact you if they are oh, interested yeah. in. Yeah. In taking and, and your likewise, services. likewise, this this video will be uploaded to in our in our because we're videoing it yeah, yeah, now with your 360, so yeah. people can see how beautiful we are. Exactly, they can see. Uh, is it your first recorded one? Video, um, yes. Video, yes. We've yeah. had yeah, we've had there a couple you? of pictures. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I can share this with Russell's you. Russell's dressed up nicely. Which is an orange T-shirt. And I'm in my really tight pink shorts. Woo! Oh, it's good that they don't see under us. <laughs> 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 Brian, thank you very much. Absolute pleasure. Thank you. Thanks, thanks, Russ. Cheers. Bye. on Facebook at Jail Shark and Friends, on Twitter at Phuket Podcast, on Instagram at Phuket Podcast. But the best place to go is PhuketPodcast.com. The Jail Shark and Friends and Russell Podcast was created and produced by Shark 13 Productions. If you are looking to start a podcast or would like to learn more about how a podcast can work alongside your current marketing plans, then contact us now at j at Shark13Productions.com.